Hello, and welcome to the 82nd episode of Whispers in the Dark. I am your host, CJ Melendez, and with me is Kyle. Hello. How you doing there? Not bad. How about you? I am pretty good. It's an exciting night. Um, I can be as loud as I want, so no one's going to hear me. I won't bother anybody. So that's what, that's what I enjoy. He's home alone. I am home alone. You can just set up some paint cans and like the door on the top of the stairs. When I the wish robbers breaking in. I wish I had done that as a child. That would have been fun. But uh, yeah, actually, that does bring me to the movie The Babadook. So we might as well jump into the next little section here. We talk about movies or things we've watched or consumed media-wise that we want to talk about. So um, I guess I can start with The Babadook, which is really relevant to this podcast. It's a uh, it's being called like the best horror film of the decade, and a lot of people are praising it. It's an independent film. It's not. I don't think it's in many theaters. I actually got it off of Amazon Instant. It's pretty good. It's not like a revelation to the horror movie genre, but it's far better than most of the crap we get. Mm. I thought it was a uh, pretty neat, uh, short little synopsis. It's about a woman whose uh, husband died several years ago, and she has to raise her son who is kind of an ADHD little pain in the ass. He does not stop moving. He does not stop yelling. He gets in trouble at school. He screams, which is the header image of the questions post. He is quite annoying, and um, the movie seems to have a lot of a lot of themes based on maybe maybe you don't want to be a parent, but it's it, it comes all together, you know. It's pretty good. I would recommend watching it. It's on Amazon for like seven bucks for a rental. Pretty, pretty good. Um, another movie I saw was Edge of Tomorrow or Live, Die, Repeat, whatever they want to call it now. Mm-hmm. The uh, the Tom Cruise movie that's based on an anime that not many people knew about. What? Uh, what? The anime. That Tom Cruise movie is based on an anime? It's based on an anime called All You Need Is Kill. Really? Yep. I didn't know. I thought it was an original idea. No, it's based on an anime, and you can you can kind of tell when you're watching it. Like this is this is an anime level shit, and it's a really fun film. It's a really fun action film. And I'm really. I've heard about this. That uh, yeah, that's why. Oh, that's why in Japan it's called All You Need Is Kill. I didn't know that. Yeah, it, it's pretty fun. I I would definitely recommend watching it. It's kind of it does a pre- has really good pacing for a movie that's like um, putting all he he basically lives his day again and again and again. And it's really good pacing, despite uh, it's like an hour and a half, two hour runtime. I was really surprised with it. So yeah, that's what I watched. Uh, recommend both of those movies. Go do it. What okay. about you? Well, as far as media consumed, I, I watched Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods last night, which was is it, a new Dragon Ball Z movie. Was it the best? It was actually pretty good. I'm not joking. It was great. I really liked it. Um... It's a lot different from, I think they kind of knew that people were going to expect something of them, um, or of Dragon Ball Z, because Dragon Ball Z is kind of always the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a lot different. It's really, it's actually got a lot of good humor, and the the new villain, Beerus, who is a, <laughs> he's a, a bipedal, um, sca- like, hairless cat. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. He's like an Egyptian cat god, isn't he? Yeah, he is. That's okay. exactly. He, he's the, the, I think the literally the god of destruction. So he just has he just blows shit up, and that's all he does. <laughs> and um, he's really funny because like they, I, I read, I actually read this this morning, but like his care, I think Akira Toriyama wanted him to seem like an actual cat, 
and you see that because he's like super playful through most of it. But he also like has like bad mood swings and gets angry really easy, like a cat, <laughs> and he's really boisterous. It's really funny. Um, it's it's if you like Dragon Ball Z at all or have nostalgia for Dragon Ball Z, you probably have fun with it. Huh. And um, is there a teaser for the next one? Because aren't they like kind of like connected a bit? Yeah, I think that they're gonna do like a trilogy or something. The next one is Resurrection of Frieza. So oh of boy! I wish I could see it in the theater, but it won't be in the theater here. Um, and uh, yes, they 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 are. It is a sequel to this one. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. So Goku has to reach new heights. I'm assuming. That's kind of a spoiler. So I'm I am saying. okay. That, that, well, I, but let's not spoil Super Saiyan Seven. It's Dragon Ball Z, but like you won't you won't expect what happens. All right, I def- will definitely check it. I actually have it because I bought something from that Brazilian uh, PC game site, Nuvem. So when they had a deal where you buy a PC game from us and you'll get a free copy of this movie in Portuguese, I'm like I, I can't watch it, but oh great, awesome. Yeah, so. I think I wish it was on Netflix, but I I bought it on I rented it on the PlayStation Network because I was like I don't feel like watching this. So that is good. Any games? I don't think I... Uh, lots of Final Fantasy. Well, actually, I guess I played lots of Alien Isolation last weekend. All right. And I got, I got all the way through it, and that was pretty excellent. Mm-hmm. And I wrote an article about... I guess maybe I should leave that for la- save that for later, shouldn't I? I guess. Uh, but, um, yeah, lots of Final Fantasy, and that's about... Well, lots in the past couple days, because I'm finally done school and whatnot. Yay! Exactly. But, yeah, that, besides that, yeah. Go watch Dragon Ball Z: Battle of Gods if you like Dragon Ball Z because it was good. And we got we got three <laughs> recommendations this episode. Not ones we're not making fun of any movies. We're saying go watch them. Yeah. That's good. Uh, on the game front, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts HD 2.5. My hmm. first time ever playing Kingdom Hearts 2. It's it's still very similar to the first one, but it's much more polished, I guess. It's not frustrating like I played the first one. I'm like, this should really have this or that because it's not fun in this way but this one is much better um still waiting until i get to tron world that's what i'm I'm excited for does it have tron guy on it i think so yeah yeah. there's a tron world so i don't know who's in it yeah but you know who tron guy is right who is it it's like one of the oldest internet memes ever oh right the the chubby dude in the white in the white costume (laughs) yes that's tron guy i wonder what happened to him I think I think they really tried to get him in the new Tron movie that came out a few no, years ago. He he would have lost his shit if he was in that. I don't know. I, all I remember is being on like Ebon's world in like 2002 and seeing this guy and like, what the fuck is this? Shit. I think like the 10 year anniversary of Numa Numa just passed the other day. Oh my god, that's 10 years old. It's it's ridiculous. Is 10 wow. so Numa Numa was in 2004? I think so. Yeah. That's. I thought that was a 2007 thing, but anyways. 2006, apparently. Anyway. Not 10 year then. Uh, so yeah, let's move on to the next thing. There were two big video game events in the last week. One of them being the newest iteration of the Video Game Awards, VGX, Spike TVs, whatever you want to call it. And um, I personally thought it was probably the best that they've done so far, but it still had a couple of problems. One being... Uh, giving them giving awards off the stage, which feels really awkward. I don't like when they do that. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, we're talking to you about your game. Oh, by the way, here's an award. And they're like, what? What? What's going on? This doesn't make any sense. And also, a lot of world premieres 
which felt forced because some one of them, a lot of trailers that popped up were just like advertisements for things that you can already buy, which was, it's, I guess, makes sense. It still doesn't feel like we make fun of like award sh- award shows are basically just like circle jerks in yeah. general. Yeah. But um, but even like. Even like MTV, like movie awards or whatever, like stupid shit like that, isn't just like advertising. Because that, yeah. I mean, that's how that's how the event got paid for. Mm-hmm. But um, it was I started turning it out after uh, tuberculosis won his award. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was about four hours long and a little too long. But um, I think my favorite thing out of this was yet again Reggie Fizeme and. Jeff Keighley looking like they're about to punch each other. They always look like they're about I, to fight. I don't know what it is, but it seems like they hate each other. Like, no, that, they, they they legit don't. I think Reggie actually legit doesn't like Jeff Keighley. It may, it would make sense. Like I I think like there's like this subtle layers of like uh movement and like what do you call it? God, what's the, what's the phrasing for uh body language? Body language that I saw like. At one point, Jeff Keighley does this thing where he's like, oh, you don't got the Metroid pin. And he puts his hands on Reggie. He's like, oh, I'm going to touch your clothes. And he's like, I'm, I'm holding your clothes, a piece of your clothes right now. <laughs> and and I, in my head, I'm like, oh, shit, that is disrespect. <laughs> and I just want Reggie to clothesline like, him or something. Reggie would just break him over his knee. Reggie they, scares they, me. They actually do. I think I don't think Reggie would ever say it, but I think he legit doesn't like Jeff Keighley because every interview I've ever seen them in, I think the most famous one was uh, it was the E3 that the Wii U was unveiled, and like Jeff would literally not stop pressuring him. It got to the point where where I can't remember what he was asking him. What was he? But he was trying to get something out of Reggie, and then finally Reggie went Jeff, like literally yelled his name. <laughs> like, oh my god! Uh, they, but it's yeah, they know that's. That's a real thing. A lot like the people, the friends I was in the in a Skype call with when was going on were saying the same thing. It looks like they're about to fight. Yeah, but even even despite that animosity they may they may have, like there was a lot of Nintendo stuff at that at that thing. I think they won developer of the of the year or publisher of the year. It was something like that. Like Nintendo had a lot of stuff surprisingly to show that this the uh, the new finally. Sh- Go ahead. What is it, what is it called? The does it have a name or is it just Project Steam? No, oh, I don't. it's just called Zelda right now. Yeah, Project Steam doesn't interest me at all. It does. It looks like something that I would get on a platform, any other platform, and be like, okay, that's just no, me. I, I just I don't remember. No, it's I, started, I started tuning out that award show after a while. It was so boring. Yeah, it, it got a little overboard. But I did like um I did like that they didn't bring out like too many weird celebrities. And when they did, they're like, okay, this isn't working with the force humor, so we'll just tell the award now. But like mm-hmm. um Tim Schafer's part was really fun. He was making fun of the previous awards. See, that's good. You need you need actual personalities. Boogie was there. That was nice. Yeah, get, gotta get people from the actual industry and not Jessica Alba unveiling Dark Souls 2 again. <laughs> so awkward. Last year was definitely the worst one where it was just like in some weird like little club or something. Yeah, but I mean, I, I like I mean the format of the last one would have worked if there was editing involved where they cut out um what's his name Tyler the Creator. And his goons just like, <laughs> you said a fart joke. They they said shit like that. On I was like, what is this stupid shit? And then it ends on like a fucking hardcore rap song where like some guys like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. That was I think that was the Grand Theft Auto Five theme yeah, or something yeah. like that. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah, that's just exactly how the song goes. <laughs> it's it's all it should have been, but 
Yeah, I mean, all right. What, what came out? Of, what came out, came out of that was interesting. I guess until dawn was the big thing worth talking about from this one. They finally showed it again because this was announced years ago for the PS3, and now it's a PS4 game. No more they PlayStation Move either. Yeah. Uh, they're totally giving up on Move, which is long overdue. Yeah, I think the Move has been dead. So it, this... never, it never got going. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember any games that actually used it well. The only the only game I used that I had that I liked using it for was No More Heroes. Oh, for obvious yeah, I reasons. forgot they did a port of that, yeah. Yeah. It did actually didn't feel right with a gamepad. You need to actually like swing it. Mm. It doesn't feel right otherwise. Uh... So what do you think about Until Dawn? Because it essentially looks like a Quantic Dream game that's a teen slasher and, like you said, the bad guy in the trail. <laughs> finally, they put... Finally, after all these years, they addressed the number one thing regarding representation in video games, and they made a member of Slipknot the antagonist. <laughs> it's... It doesn't... It, I, it's, not, it's not doing it for me. I mean, if it's like a self-aware B-slasher and it knows that that genre is awful and stupid, then I would mm. love it. But right now, it's just... Uh, I don't know. Um, what else? Uh, Bloodborne, what do you think about that? Because they had actually a combat trailer that came out. Um, I think Bloodborne looks incredible. There's not much more to say than that. That game is just... I've been... I'm tempted to go on a media blackout, to be honest. Um, yeah. Because it looks so stellar. That's going to be like the PS4's first, like... Super, we must you must buy this if you want a PS4. Apparently, it's like crazy difficult. Like, uh, there's this guy I follow, I can't, I can never remember his name. Um, he's like the premier souls um guy on YouTube. It's like Vati Vidya, mm-hmm. and like he's doing the alpha, he's playing the alpha like crazy. And he says he thinks it's harder than in, the, in the, all three of the last games. But he, he said it might be because he's used to the last games, too, which the combat is actually a lot different. But it looks amazing. It looks and faster, lo- right? Well, well, it is faster, because there's, no, um, there's no defense, really. You're just It's all offense, and, you, and oh. your only defense are, like, dad dodging. There's no, like, shield blocking, waiting for enemies to, like, do their one animation that'll leave them open, Yeah. But I, like I love like at the Sony event the next day mm. they did a they did a they're showing that there's a procedurally generated area so it's like Diablo where there's just an area where you can just go and fight shit um, and get loot and whatnot and I really like the idea of that um, something the Souls games really needed it's really cool I am so excited oh my god does it have a release date yet February January uh, March something March. It used to be in February but they delayed it right right well, that's a thing um, that's coming out um. Yeah, so that's the last thing from the the TGAs. I keep I can't remember what I can't remember what to say anymore. Uh, then PlayStation Experience had a few announcements that actually were interesting to us, which was really like, crazy. I didn't expect that. One of them being the Forest is coming to PS4, which is good news because it is a great concept, and it coming to a console means it has to get somewhat finished. So that's good. They're making a lot of a lot of strides though. They have added co-op recently. I haven't tried it myself though. Um, Capcom is finally releasing Resident Evil Portable. After five or six years, it's, uh, Resident Evil game is finally coming to a PlayStation portable handheld. And that is going to be Revelations 2. And as you can expect, the Nintendo fans are pissed off. They're very pissed off. Because, yeah, just... uh, yeah, the series launched, Revelations series launched on the 3DS, and they're being shafted Revelations 2 and Remake. Yeah. Um, I definitely got the impression from. Uh... 
from the Sony event that uh, Capcom uh, is definitely in a lot more dire straits than people thought. Um, it sounds like the reason Street... If you didn't know, Street Fighter V got announced as a PlayStation 4 and PC exclusive, but Sony is actually like paying for like half of the development. Like It's like a, a will-not-go-on-Xbox thing because they can't afford to pay... Capcom can't afford to make Street Fighter anymore. That's a pretty big fucking deal. Yeah, that is. Uh... But yeah, Nintendo fans are not happy about revelations too but um i'm i mean to be real i'm sure i mean i don't like to assume capcom used logic but i'm assuming that like a lot of those third-party games that kind of started off on the wii u and whatnot that i guess revelations was 3ds but um i get the impression though that the Capcom and a lot of third parties just don't see the Wii U as a viable platform, just like they don't see the Vita as a viable platform to make their games. Yeah. Or port their games, even. Yep, so it's definitely strange, considering the Vita's probably in a worse position than the 3DS. It is in a worse position than the 3DS. The Wii U, I'm not sure. The Wii U is really bad, but, um, like, in a bad position, it's probably... It's not as bad as the Vita, probably, but... um, no, the, I think the, the 3DS thing is it probably can't handle yeah. Revelations 2, because that's like Resident Evil 6 engine. Yeah. And I'm uh, sure that's the only reason. Uh, there's also Yakuza Dead Souls finally got localized. I think it's available now already? Like, as soon as they said it, it was localized? So, the Yakuza zombie game, I'm not sure if that was good or not. But either way, you have the option to play it now. Um, more Until Dawn... And Killing Floor 2 was confirmed for PS4, even though I thought they announced this a long time ago. I thought they did too, but I guess not. Yeah, I tried I to find it, and I couldn't. I get it. Yeah, it's weird. So it's coming to PS4, so yay! That game needs to come out. Yeah. I really wish the trailers for that weren't so bro-y, because that, those games are really good. No, they, they, got appeal, they got to appeal to the, you know, the masses. They're very, well, maybe, maybe not bro-y, but it's like gore. Guts! Gore, guts, action, bullets, zombies. Jiggle, jiggling. Giblets. Uh, yeah, pieces of flesh. Uh, God. Um, let's see. Well, I think we talked about all the PSX stuff, unless I'm missing something. Oh, well, The Last of Us is getting more DLC because reasons. Isn't that just multiplayer stuff? Yeah, yeah, multiplayer stuff. Although people are criticizing it because all it is is like uh, finisher moves and they're a dollar a piece. Which that's kind of weird, but maybe Sony wanted the want they wanted some longevity of right one of their bigger games. Apparently, um, the game is way more popular than it was on PS3. Even really multiplayer. I mean, yeah. oh okay. I have still yet to play it. I really should. It was it is absolutely exceptional. If you like the fucking Last of Us and you don't try that multiplayer, it's not tacked on. It is super fucking good. It is one of the best multiplayer games I played in all like like the past. Seven years, seriously. It is so good. But uh, it is extremely brutal and punishing. And uh, and I don't mean brutal because of the finishers. I mean, it's just really punishing. Um, It is super good. Um, If I had more people on PS4 to play it with, I would play it more often. But I love it. It's way better on PS4, of course. I would definitely play it when I get a PS4, whenever. Um, So that's about it from the two big conferences. Now we're just going to jump to our Game of the Year nominees, which was interesting this year because uh we have a lot of votes now we're doing community game of the year where people just vote on a uh, google form i made 
So, our top five nominees for the Rely on Horror Game of the Year. Some might uh, shock you. The first, as I wrote it for some reason, The Walking Dead Season 2 by Telltale Games. We all know The Walking Dead. It's a pretty good series. has Clementine, zombies, emotions. Uh, the next one being The Evil Within, Shinji Mikami's latest horror game. It may not be as survival horror as people wanted it to be. More in tune with RE4. But I personally found it pretty fun. Next one. Alien Isolation. It's Alien mm. Isolation. It's pretty, it's pretty damn good. It's pretty damn good. It is pretty good. Pretty good. Very pretty. Very unforgiving. Pretty Very awesome. alien. Yes. The next one. The Weeb Game is Danganronpa 2. Goodbye Despair. Mm-hmm. Yep, a lot of people on the site like this game. Yeah. Isn't it? it. Yeah. Huh? Actually, I can't. Never mind. <laughs> uh, Wolfenstein The New Order. That also got in there because enough people on our staff voted for it. And Wolfenstein The New Order is one of the best shooters I have personally played in, as far as I can remember. I don't even know. It's just very, very damn good. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't voted for the Community Game of the Year, go to the post that we have for this. There's a Google form there with a whole bunch of games that we've covered this year. And there's also a spot where you can put your, uh, your own votes in. So go do that. And please read all of the things there. And don't use other if I already put the game down, because that's not going to count as a vote. It'd be hard to track them all. And also, make sure the game you're putting as other actually came out this year. I have a couple of people putting Outlast in there, and even though the DLC came out this year, the main game did not. Also, the person who put Sonic Boom, The Rise <laughs> of Lyric on there, you're funny. You're fun. <laughs> Someone also put Five Nights at Freddy's, and I'm like, but that's on the list. Oh, wait. You like Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> that's mean. <laughs> yes. Jeez. If he didn't get that joke, is he saying you're stupid <laughs> if you like Five Nights at Freddy's? You're so stupid, you didn't even check the list. I'm kidding. It's okay. You can like it if you want. You can, it's so awesome that you could vote for Five Nights at Freddy's 1 or Five Nights at Freddy's 2 this year for Game of the Year. Yeah, the CJ just pictures like <laughs> like that website people of Walmart when he thinks of Five Nights at Freddy's fans. It's so scary. <laughs> Jesus Christ! A whole bunch of kids love that game. I, I don't. I think no, we didn't have a Thanksgiving episode, so I forgot to mention when I was uh at my my grandmother's house for Thanksgiving, like my eight year old cousin was like, "You ever played Five Nights at Freddy's?" I'm like, "Ah!" <laughs> I made that noise in front of him. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I've played it. I've heard of it. Did you and, call him a casual? Yeah. <laughs> little casual. Get out of my face. <laughs> Spit on him. But I, I've also learned, before the South Park episode, I really learned that kids, kids his age really, really do like consume a whole bunch of YouTube. Like, they are all over the YouTuber scene. And I thought it was just like a thing people said, but no, it's, it's pretty true. They really, they really pay attention to YouTubers. Like, he was watching Minecraft videos on his phone, and I was like, all right, I guess that's a thing kids are into now. It's kind of strange, but it works for them. They have fun. He didn't want to look at my YouTube channel, though. Mm. Which made me sad. It was probably too mature anyway. We say curse words. It wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah. uh, so yeah, that's the Game of the Year thing. Please go vote. We have a lot of votes because um, Sega and um, Nisa both shared it. Interestingly, yeah. Bethesda hasn't shared this yet, so they're, they're not in the lead. Oh, they got to get their fans on this list. They're Fan. getting bought. They're getting bodied by Danganronpa. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Danganronpa is beating out the evil within. Like Bethesda, you guys got to share this. 
quick. I don't think that they're going to, honestly. Yeah, I don't know why. We'll find out. Whatever. Uh, some, people, some people were complaining. Like on, the, I went to the evil or uh, Alien Isolation's Facebook. I'm like, Wolfenstein's not horror. And like, whatever, nerds. Just vote for Alien and shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, vote for Alien Evil then. Relax. And because so I'm sorry that we didn't go out of our way to import Fatal Frame Five and learn Japanese to play it. It's just, <laughs> it's not. I'm sorry. No one well, on the staff has the time or money that they want to spend on doing that. Yeah, exactly. We'll when champion anyone... for a, a, a real localization, hey, though. If, hey, how about this? If it gets localized next year, then we can put it on the game of the year next year. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely do that. It's not going to, but whatever. Because <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo is weird. I'm looking Apparently at the stats really right now. that's really good, too. I'm looking at the stats right now for the list. Uh, yeah, that's... One aliens in the lead for the community game of the year. There's by, nothing uh, I would like more that if <laughs> then I would love to see a gif like it's too bad we couldn't do make this. It's like a gif of like you know like a gold or like the Olympics like bronze, silver, and gold, and then you just put like Monokuma's head on the number one and the <laughs> alien on number two, and then I don't know the Wolfenstein guy for number three because that would be really funny, but. Uh, I don't have those skills. Yeah, I don't have them either. Gifts are hard. Animations are hard. Fuck. But with that, that is the end of the topics and all that stuff. We're going to move to questions now. And we've got nine comments, some of them with multiple questions. So <laughs> let's kick this shit off. All right, Ahmad. Uh, I guess I should read the whole thing he said first. Uh, forgive me, I'm not going to blabber on before I ask my question, so sorry again. Since Rosetta and its module fillet made a historical landing on a comet, my mind did not stop thinking about the possibilities of mankind living on other planets. However, sending machines is pretty different from sending living, breathing human beings. With several companies and entities proposing to send manned missions to Mars, I couldn't shake the fear that something might go wrong in a trip that might take over a year to reach the Red Planet. Plus, being stranded in another planet with no way back is kind of creepy and depressing. So my questions are, what are your thoughts on the subject? Of humans going to different planets, exploring? I think it's good. I mean, I think, it, yeah. Go ahead. I was oh. going to say, I'm pretty sure Stephen Hawking said, like, there's no way for the human race to survive unless they colonize. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> need to eventually. There's too, many, there's too many people on the planet Earth, too many people having babies all the time. Yeah, like, watch the first half of Interstellar, and that's real. That's it. I still haven't seen that. I heard really mixed. Uh, it's all right. Yeah. It's just all right. It's but a Christopher I, Nolan movie. Yeah. Uh, colonization will probably be good. I don't know if we're physically capable of it right now at that degree, but I think it's a good idea. I don't have any fears associated with it besides, like, mechanical failures, even though the, that scene in the beginning of, uh, Species 2 pops in my mind when they <laughs> that get came to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that came to, that movie came to my mind. <laughs> they just get the, they get the brown soil and it's just like, alright, let's get out of here, and some black goose coming out of it and just jumps on their face. And then the people get pregnant and shit and just start having alien tentacle stomachs. A lot of scientists do believe that there was a point um, in our solar system where Mars might have had life, but it was many, many, many... You didn't know that? Yeah, yeah, I believe it. Oh, I thought you said what? Um, But, yeah, it would be many, 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 many millions of years ago. Yeah, and they, and they, if they probably weren't erotic symbiotes. Like no, in I don't species. think... It, yeah, <laughs> This is so fucking stupid. I love those movies. It's so dumb. I like the part, I like the part when 
the, the male species dude goes to the lady species dude and he's just like in front of the glass because she's in her little container. He's like, <gasps> with his mouth open, like licking it. That movie's so sexual. Fucking Giger. Well, no shit. Yeah, but he didn't direct it or write it. He just no, made but them- I mean like the monsters, yeah. Like when they had their weird sex coil thing. This movie's yeah. weird. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm all for colonization. We're probably going to need it in the next thousand years because we just have sex too much. We're bunnies. Yeah. Not in space. We have to sex too much. We don't have birth control. <laughs> people don't use it. Oh, next question. Are Bag you willing to shit, people? <laughs> or else we're going to end up with species. Jesus Christ. Doesn't even make any sense. But the second question is... Are you willing to volunteer for the Mars One Initiative, a venture by a Dutch company, which basically is, which basically sends you to, uh, wait, which basically is you go to Mars to colonize it and not come back to Earth? N- no, I mean, if I had nothing to really do or I had no other uh, goals in my life, I maybe, but that seems really not at this day and age. No, maybe like, maybe a hundred, two hundred years, it'll be more viable to do that. I, don't, I wouldn't want to be sent out to colonize a planet. What about yeah. you? Yeah. I don't think I would want to ever leave the planet. Like, go on a space, you know, a volunteer space flight. It just seems like... Mm. In the future, yeah, because it would just, just be nothing. It would be like taking a plane ride, but now... Well, ooh. what if, if it was like Star Trek, where we just get beamed up and then, like, fly around, no problem. Sure. Yeah. But if it's but if it's like the movie Alien, where I have to go into cryosleep and whatnot, no. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I can't just, come back? No, thank you. Yeah. Uh, nah. And third question, it's in, in the same theme. Would a year-long voyage to Mars have ill effects on humans, both mentally and physically? I know for a fact they do. Uh, yes, they do. One thing, you'll just go stir-crazy. That happens. Two, your, much, your muscles kind of atrophy because you're floating all the time, but they do have measures like uh, workout machines kind of things. But it'll definitely be taxing emotionally if you're going out there by yourself or something in a small team and you know tensions rise, you can't be with the same people, stir-crazy stuff. Yeah. I, yeah, I think yeah, it could be end up like like a cabin fever situation, but in space. Yeah, there's there's a lot of movies that cover this. One of them being um, Sunshine was a good movie about mm-hmm. it. people go to basically uh, save the sun by kickstarting it because they're starting to die, and <laughs> they open a Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> we got to save the sun. We need two billion dollars to do it. <laughs> Contribute, everyone. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna. Lend money to the fruit salad or whatever the hell it was. Oh God! Do I? What? Uh, yeah, it will definitely have ill effects, and I don't think I would do it. I would go stir crazy. I'm already going stir crazy. I'm not. I'm still in, on Earth. You don't want to do it. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, right. I don't. Uh, throat's getting a little clogged here. Next question from Frank Margarella. Okay, now that Kyle has decoded <laughs> that Whitney is Mike from Breaking Bad, I'm bored of that joke I was doing. Oh, I'm. I'm That's confused. what he's saying. <laughs> okay. What one horror franchise would you have a spin-off title made in a rhythm game in the style of Space Channel 5? Huh. I've never played Space Channel 5. I played like five minutes of it the other day because the Sega Humble Bundle. Why not Fatal Frame? That's not... Fatal Frame? Why? One horror franchise you'd have a spin-off into a rhythm game. I mean, just because you have like... It's either going to be like a two sisters or like a pretty girl and she's going to be like, ah, I'm scared all the time. But then she could translate into songs... And the new one has like the, the mate shrine maiden that sings, doesn't she? There you go. Oh, okay. Um, how about how about Guitar Hero 
uh, Silent Hill Corn Edition. Oh my god. I knew so it was just, coming. <laughs> so just a bunch of corn music. <laughs> Pyramid head, like, banging his head up. And... <laughs> That's a real song by Corn, everyone, by the way. Search <laughs> the exact lyrics. Search Corn Twist. The song is called Twist on YouTube, and it's literally just... The lyrics are... <laughs> <laughs> and remember, I... remember, this was added to Silent Hill for some reason. <laughs> Have you ever been the violence you had? I don't remember how it goes. It was a terrible song. <laughs> what, was the, song. what was the other one? Uh, oh, 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 uh, all you want a single, say fuck that or some shit. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Y'all want a single, that's what it's called. Y'all want a single, say fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck and he's just like perpetually burp voice, too. <laughs> <laughs> and he has like that. a. Just, he has a disgusting, like, porno mustache. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fucking God. Jonathan Davis. Corn uh, was... Yeah, that's so stupid. I, I never liked Corn. Corn uh, oh, is probably better than Disturbed, though. Yeah, let's, I'll give him that. Uh, this question is directed at you, Kyle. If mm-hmm. given the chance, would you seize tyrant-like powers in Canada? And what would be your first decree as King Canuck? Canuck. Canuck. Is that is that... Yeah, that's yeah, that's okay. Okay. What would you do? Um, hmm. Would you take away free healthcare? No. But you're a tyrant. So, so basically, I, I have basically it's like a monarchy, and I'm king. Okay. Well, I would ban Disturbed from ever playing in Canada. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe I would like lead and army of immortal ice demons across the border and cover America in a permanent layer of frost? Okay. I don't know. This kind of caught me off guard with this question. <laughs> you gotta ride a moose, though. You gotta ride the moose. That's, that's, not even, that's not even a question. Moose are... You can't ride moose, dude. If you're the king, if you're a tyrant king, you could ride a moose. You can't tame them, though. They're too wild. You will be able to tame them, because you're the king. Canuck. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I love how I question that, but not the immortal ice demon. Exactly. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, I just raised some demons, but f- mo- moose? No, no way. The moose are fucking evil. Moose are super strong. They're the, like a giant willow bush that you would need to like a chainsaw to run through. I've seen male moose run through them like they weren't there at all. Yeah, they're super strong. And stop trivializing them because people think people think moose are cute and goofy and not. Scary looking. They're not scary. They're fucking terrifying. If they're the big males, if they're pissed off, well, the females do. If they're if they're pissed off, they will kill you easily. There was a sto- there was a really really sad story up in Anchorage, Alaska. Of uh, there was a a mother moose and she had a really young baby, and they were in the backyard of this family's this. They they came into the backyard of this family, some family's backyard. And little girl ran out to try and pet the baby moose, and the mother literally crushed her to death. Oh my god! Yeah, that's all. They're scary. They are. You don't fuck with them. Oh, there you but go. No, not to be a downer, but <laughs> not to be a downer and children and death. <laughs> Let's talk about. Uh... Well, Whitney's not here, so we can't ask if would she consume the red seats for power, assuming she already hasn't. I mean, that's how Which, she's got her name in all these video games and stuff. She just ate the red seeds. Yeah, that's true. That's a Deadly Premonition reference, right? Yes. Red seeds. So. 
my question is asking me, he's asking me, if what is the sexiest male character in horror games and what makes him so darn sexy? You know, I'm trying to think about this. I really can't. It doesn't well, come to mind. Leon? I guess Leon's all right. Yeah, Leon could be all right. But the hair's got to go. The hair's pretty stupid. <laughs> the hair's kind of dumb. If we're going to go for someone a little bit more, you know, modernized and not looking like he's coming from the late 90s, I think I'd go with Alex Shepard from Homecoming. Oh, God. Nick he's all right. Like, 98 degrees is about as late 90s <laughs> as you can get. But he, he looks like him, but he's still within the air. He's all right. Did you know he's supposed to be 21 years old? What the hell? Alex? Yeah, he looks old. Well, yeah, that that character, I did not know that. He's, yeah. He looks more like early 30s. Yeah, right? I'm older than him. Like, I was always wondering why in the game he's, like, still sleeping in the same bedroom with his younger brother. I'm like, you're kind of old, dude. <laughs> he's, like, he's supposed to be, like, 21. Move the fuck out, Alex. <laughs> that's, what Silent, that's what Silent Hill is trying to tell him. It's like, Get the fuck out of your parents' house. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. That's weird. I it, can't think of any. Imagine if Silent Hill called the people that were just like they weren't even bad people; they're just like losers. <laughs> so like people that live at home too long, <laughs> or like people that like would be a good example. I don't know. That joke went nowhere, but anyways, I, I know I, it's okay. I'm trying, <laughs> to think of, I'm trying to think of maybe someone from like Siren, but not the new Siren, because all the people in the new Siren are just like ugly. It's like oh, let's go to the PS2 Siren. Might be some, people, might be some cute. There might be some sexy people in there. I got to look it up. So. I don't think so. <laughs> I got to look it up. I really can't think of it. I, just, I, mean, I don't know. I haven't played a horror game like a true horror game. I said, "God damn, this isn't scary because I'm so aroused right now." <laughs> what, what? <laughs> You're aroused. <laughs> this hasn't happened. What about what about fucking? Um, oh God, what's his name? From what? Uh, I totally blanked on every, what is it to say like entirely. Oh god. Oh, never mind. I oh. totally completely blanked. Okay. I saw I saw a particular comment that uh, kind of screwed me up. <laughs> you remember? Just let me know. Okay. All right. Question from Thomas. Uh, he's reminding me that this. Wait. Oh, first of Ellen Ripley singing a Madonna song while trying to avoid a Z-morph stalking you still haunts me. Did I sing a Madonna song? We were making a joke about how that song that Sigourney sings and. Oh right. Uh, the DLC is called Lucky Star, and then Whitney thought it meant the Madonna song. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be really funny. I want to hear Sigourney <laughs> Weaver sing Madonna. Uh, his actual question. <laughs> you, you imagine that walking through the like the end of Alien, and she's like, touched for the very first time. <laughs> she's putting on the suit while slowly crying. That would actually be like... It would be would relevant. Be, it would be yeah, it would be. It would be. <laughs> but it would be too on the nose and stupid. <laughs> yes, it would be stupid. It would actually still be funny, too. All right, Thomas's what actual she... question. What? I was going to say a really stupid joke, you so I'll say it anyways. Right. <laughs> what if she sang the Weird Al version that's like like a surgeon? Yeah, there, there you go. Oh, that would have been a Prometheus one. What? Like Prometheus, when she's cutting the thing out. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that would be Prometheus. All right, for the actual question Thomas asks, I bl- I'm going to take this as my fault because I forgot to put in the questions post condescendingly, go ahead and ask us about Resident Evil 7. So Thomas asked us about Resident Evil 7, and let's see exactly what it is. What do you think Resident Evil 7, or whatever it's going to become, should be slash have to be a successful Resident Evil game? I'm pretty sure we've answered this question numerous, numerous times, and we've gotten to the point where we just say we want it to be a good game because... 
Resident Evil, the Resident Evil series has just produced a lot of crap. And that reminds me that um, a listener of my Twitch streams, my YouTube videos, sent me a copy of Operation Raccoon City. And he knows full well that the game is awful. But he really wanted me to say it's awful in a video or in some type of form that he can watch. And it's pretty awful. It's pretty bad, although I think the concept is fine, but they fucked it up. But jumping off that, I just want Resident Evil 7 to be good. And I think you agree, right? Just be good. I don't care at all anymore <laughs> about Resident Evil. It's not even a joke. We have a lot of fatigue when it comes to the Resident Evil series because it's just... Like, like, like I'm not even kidding. Resident Evil 4 is 10 years old on January 11th. I'm going to do an article about that, by the way. Um, like, literally 10 years old on January 11th. And since then, I think every Resident Evil game I've played has been disappointing or terrible. So I'm just done. Yeah. I just, I just don't care. I mean, I'll play the hell out of fucking Remake. I can't wait to play oh, Remake. Oh, God, man. yes. That fucking 60 FPS trailer. Oh, God. That's it, looks, it looks... Yeah, it's, I can't wait to play that game again. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so glad it's not just... I'm not even kidding. There was a point last fall, not kidding, where I was considering... I wanted to play Remake so bad that I was considering getting a Wii U and the Wii port of it just to play it. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's coming next month. I can't wait. Hopefully we get an opportunity to preview it beforehand. PC version, because that's one I want to know about. I don't understand why, I mean, let's be real here, why is only the PC version 60 frames? It's not like that shit, that's not like the PS4 and the I have Xbox an idea. Can't, can't handle that stuff unless it's like terribly optimized. My I- just brute force it with a really powerful computer. My idea is that it's probably not completely stable at 60 FPS, like they said with Dead Rising 3, they said, oh yeah, you can put it at 60 FPS, but it's not very stable. I'm guessing maybe some animations and some things will be too quick. Yeah, so, I noticed I noticed it in the trailer, actually. There's a part where Jill, she goes to open the door where the first zombie is, and the lightning comes up, and you can actually see the frame rate drop then. Mm, if yes. you watch her body, it actually just, like, drops. Oh, okay. So it must be a thing, like, they're just going to say, okay, PC people want this, they'll expect glitches, but they'll just give it to them anyway. And that's what they're probably doing. And also, I did see a note, and I'm not sure if this is true, because I really didn't play the other ones and observe this so intently, but apparently... Jill's breast physics have been heightened, or they're just more noticeable in this one? I think they're just more noticeable, but they do look absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, women's breasts are not made out of physical jello. It's that, was like, that, that was like some dead or alive shit. She just walked as a... It's, it's stupid. They were there, because I was t- 11 years old when Remake came out. <laughs> so you, you were 11? Something like that. No, 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 because I, I, I was 13 when it came out. Do you, you're not getting what I'm saying. Oh. This is a joke. Oh. Okay. I'm like, wait a minute. I <laughs> remember having I, nightmares. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they, they were there before, but <laughs> I think it might be just because of the frame rate, maybe. What a ridiculous add-on if that's something they added. Nah, it's probably, it might be the frame rate, because it would, it would make sense that the, the animation might be doubled. Yeah, that's or it's probably... Just sped up. So it's just like, blah, blah, instead of just a soft, I'm talking about t- boobies. <laughs> anyway, it's it's silly. It's silly and whatever. But um, going on with this question still, he has not bought RE5, RE6, Operation Raccoon City because he's still waiting for Capcom to release a Resident Evil game that's uh, good. Uh, so yeah, if you're really waiting for a Resident Evil game, that's going to be good. I mean, RE5 is okay. RE6 and Rock- Operation Raccoon City, no. 
So a lot of people say they like Revelations. I don't like it. It pissed me off more than RA6. But Remake, you should be good to go with Remake. Um, yeah, re- Remake's an incredible game. And I, uh, I, yeah. Incredible right. game. Don't, don't, don't hesitate. Just buy that. I'm not even kidding. Like that, that, yeah. that is probably going to be the last Resident Evil thing I buy. Yeah. Like, it probably is. Because I'm, I'm just done. <laughs> And I don't you, even care. I don't even care. Like it'll never be as good as like that game again. It never will be. Yeah, they need. They need. That's, that's really people. cynical of me, but I don't know. It's it's almost perfect. It's almost like almost like a perfect survival horror thing. It's, I think it's it's. I think it's. I think it is. Probably maybe all around. It's not my favorite survival horror game, but all around, I think it's probably the best. Yeah. Uh, survival horror game remake is. Yeah, I can't wait to stream it because I never beat it. It's it was way too hard for me, but I'm gonna push through it this time. I've beat it a million times. Can't wait. Uh, and he also says uh, he did buy and play RE4, but he ended up giving it away because he was disappointed. Oh, um, I don't know. You might just might just not like that era of Resident Evil, which all those games have been aping off of RE4 for the last decade. So mm. play remake, you will be happy. Uh, next question from Treshire Trollcat. Okay, guys, I'll stop pitching for one episode. Just one, though. Let's do some verses, though. Okay, it's not really a question, but uh, like, let's do a speed round of who's going to win these fights. Red Pyramid versus the Keeper. Red Pyramid. Ah, uh, but the Keeper's faster. He's fat fuck. <laughs> he's, he's a little chubby. He's got a square head, but he's, he's a little faster. Um, so you uh, pick the Keeper? Yeah, and also Red Pyramid is also kind of like a psychological thing. He's not just going to, like, break in... Yeah, the keeper dies too quickly. Yeah, I guess Red Pyramid. Whatever. Hmm. Uh, Necromorph Slasher versus the Xenomorph. Xenomorph, because yeah, yeah. anything... Xenomorph can basically mince anything made of flesh and bone, and what, what's the Necromorph going to do? Bite it? Oops, acid for blood. Yep, and all the Necromorph needs to have is two arms or two, one leg and one arm taken off, and it's done. The Xenomorph will prevail. It's also faster. The Groom from Outlast versus the Origami Killer. I don't want to get into spoiler territory, but the origami killer is not very physically fit. That's the origami. That's like asking who would win the groom or John Goodman. <laughs> the groom would probably win. He's kind of fit, and he also has knives. The origami killer is just upset his pension didn't go through. <laughs> Basically. Laura versus Verdugo. Who's Verdugo? Vertigo? Oh, that's... um. That's the oh the, the roach. The Xeno, there's no, it's the xenomorph thing from Resident Evil Four. Oh yeah, I've always thought them as roaches from Mimic, but now I know what it is. I I guess they're the Verdugos are faster. So What's yeah, they're Laura? faster. Laura's in remake. Remember the the girl? No, like, that's that's not Laura. That's Lisa Trevor. Oh, wait, who's Laura then? Which Laura? Oh, <laughs> Laura, Laura from Al- Oh, Evil Thin Laura. Okay. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Laura. She. She doesn't die unless yeah, you got to yeah, get rid of all the bodies. Fucking horrible boss fights. <laughs> and scissor, scissor ma'am. Is it? Isn't it scissor man? Man, I think it's a typo. Okay, scissor man versus Doctor Traeger. I'll go with Doctor Traeger. Yeah, Traeger. He's such a good. He's so good. He's so good. <laughs> Love his voice. Uh, the regenerator from Dead Space versus the regenerator from Resident Evil. Dead Space. The, first of all, the one from Dead Space. Cannot die. You need. He needed like a, a jet engine to burn him away and disintegrate him. The regenerator from Resident Evil. Yeah. It's the one that stalks you in the first Dead Space. Like you have to like run That's away and position him in front of a jet, like an engine. Vague, 
I vaguely remember that. It's been years since I played that game. Yeah, he's all. It's also in Dead Space Three. They brought the character model back. That game sucked. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the regenerated from Resident Evil. Nah, nah. It's it's not. It can't compare. The other one literally just doesn't die. There we go. Speed round. Yeah, Next yeah. question from Misha. Who are your favorite male and female voice actors? Are there any you think are overrated? Favorite male? I don't really have a female one because I always forget names. And I don't really know many males. Um, <laughs> don't say it. I'm not going to say Troy Baker. I mean, <laughs> Troy Baker's pretty great, but uh, I don't know. I think I'm, re- I'm really fond of Sam Regal's Teddy. So whenever I hear him, I go, oh, it's Teddy. So I like that. Um, DC, DC Douglas, he's not in a lot of games right now, but he's pretty funny as a person. So I do like him. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's also he's going to be coming back for Revelations 2 as Wesker in the raid mode. And I was really happy I had a picture to put on the site because we have to fill our um, homoerotic quota on Rely on Horror. If you didn't know, that's a policy on the site. Yep. Something homoerotic has to go up at least once every three months. <laughs> <laughs> that was the opportunity I had. Uh, female. Well, is, it, is it Jennifer Hale who basically does everything? Uh, yeah. She's, like, most famous thing right now is uh, Femme Shep. Yeah, I'll go with her, but I do like, um, Aaron Fitzgerald, right? Fitzgerald's a lot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do like her, because she is awesome. So, basically, Persona. My favorites would be, my favorite female is Karen Strassman. Um, she's Poison in Street Fighter, and what else is she really known for? Um, she's Igus in Persona 3, she's Nanako in Persona 4. Um, but I really, really love her. She's still my favorite actor slash actress that I've interviewed on my podcast. And no offense to the others. Um, <laughs> no ill will. Um, male. The, there's someone that I, you know, when you can like see the answer, but you can't like yeah. say it. Yep, yep. Fuck who? Who was the character? What was the character they were? Fuck who? I'm thinking of someone really gruff. Uh, Fuck, who am I thinking not of? Steve Bloom. No, no. Steve Bloom is great as uh, Spike in Cowboy Bebop, by the way. Um, that's like what he's most well-known for. Shit. I'm not sure who I would say for male. I feel like there's something I'm really missing. I really did like, I think his name is Adam Harrington from The Wolf Among Us, who yeah. did Bigby. I really liked him. Um, so I'll say that for now. He's not actually my favorite, but I can't rem- I feel like I'm forgetting something. Hmm. Oh, oh, I know who I like. I know. This is probably not my favorite. This is who I was thinking of. Um, I think his name is Chris Ayers. Chris and he Ayers. does he does he does Frieza in the, the Dragon Ball Z Oh Kai. god. And he they, they changed Frieza. They had to change because a woman used to voice Frieza in uh-huh. the original cartoon. But the the way she does the voice, she couldn't say the new lines because um uh because Frieza talks too fat, he talks faster in the new sh- in oh. Kai, and um, Chris Ayer's Frieza is like is so perfect. He's like a spoiled, effeminate prince, and it's amazing. That sounds um, awesome. Like he's like, like when he goes into his final form, he's like, "Didn't I tell you?" He's like, he's like <laughs> "Didn't didn't I say to you that I'd show you the horrors of hell before you died?" And then he's like, then they kills the little like Namek kid. Spoilers. And he's like, "You have to tell him in the when you see him in the next world." Like it's really good. I'll just send you a clip. I didn't do a good impression of that, that at all. Creepy either way. But he, but he, like I remember at one, not even kidding, at one point, I, like God, I sound like a. 
I don't know why. I guess it's because I thought of that. Fuck, I saw that fucking Dragon Ball Z movie. But like, there's one point where it's literally, like, I think F- F- Vegeta's like, like, oh, I'm a Super Saiyan, and Freeze is like, <laughs> like literally like that. <laughs> <It's> pretty... <laughs> oh God, I need to see this. Yeah, I'll, se- I'll send you a link. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, next question. I don't know. Uh, by the way, I don't think any are overrated. Uh, if you could, if yeah. Being a voice actor is very tough, and it's hard for them to find jobs a lot of the time. So if they get, if they're really popular and they get jobs all the time, power to them. I mean, Trey Baker's in a lot of things, but he's earned it. I also think it's unfair when people say that they use the same voice actors over and over, um, and that they their voices sound the same. Because like you never see people say, "Why does Brad Pitt sound the same in all of his movies?" Yeah, exactly. That's, that's not fair. It's really not. Uh, Especially next... when they they do have amazing range. Like I still can't believe, I won't spoil it. But there's one character in The Last of Us that's voiced by Nolan North, and I didn't know to the credits yep. that it was him. Yeah, I used to think I remember not hearing a lot of range from Troy Baker, like around the Catherine times. But he has fucking range. He really yeah, he does. does. He's really good as uh, Peg and Min, from what I've seen from the, um, the Far Cry Four trailers. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't know that was him. I was like, wow, that's really good. Yeah, it is. Uh, but the next question, uh, how important do you think proper direction is for the quality of voiceovers in games and animation, especially of titles which are not originally English language? For example, Japanese games and anime localization, which for many years was less than stellar. I think it's uh, very important. Let's say, okay, so in a situation, let's say Danganronpa didn't have the option for Japanese voiceovers. I think it would have been far, far less effective because I yeah. could not, could not take the voice acting seriously in the first game, in the English voice acting. Mm-hmm. So I agree. there was most there's there's a couple of them were really good. Aaron was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, some of them like like I like I said this on my podcast. It's like you just cannot replace Japanese Monokuma. You can't. No, no, no. You just can't. Like I read somewhere that apparently for Monokuma, the the voice the VO director in Japan didn't want Monokuma to sound like a human, so he didn't want him to sound like a a woman, man or a woman. Mm-hmm. And that's why, and I think that works because he doesn't really Monokuma doesn't really sound like a gender or like a person basically. Basically, yeah. it sounds. Uh, it also sounds like an evil Doraemon, which is exactly what they were going for. And when you see the voice actress do Monokuma, or you just see her in anything, like I was watching her at a game show, she is so adorable. But when she like she when she gets like certain inflections, it's like oh my god, it's Monokuma. It's so scary. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's definitely very very important because. I'm sure a lot of people don't lament that uh, Persona doesn't have a Japanese voice option. I'm sure a lot of people do, but not enough. Like yeah, not they, enough they, that they'd they be def- a huge problem. They definitely, they definitely do. That's all people have been complaining about with Persona Q. Uh, but I mean, I doubt it's like as bad as like. But the voice acting still and directing is no, really no, good. No, the Atlas's localization yeah. is incredible. But people, yeah. that's just weeboos on the internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> like if it was the quality of Dangarampa's English cast, then it would, it would be disappointing. It would be a problem, but it's not. So mm-hmm. it's very important to have good direction. It can take you completely out of it. Like if if even if a scene has like really good writing, if the acting's yeah. not good, it can completely destroy it. Yeah. Like and, like I'm trying to I think there's a I'm trying to think of an example in a video game. Um I guess lot. the class the classic example is Final Fantasy X where Titus and Yuna are laughing. Um I thought that was intentional though. There's it, 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 I was about to say it it's supposed to be awkward, okay. which is kinda which is kinda why People have always kind of oh, misconstrued right. why it's bad. It's like it is the voice acting is not amazing in that or anything, but that scene is actually supposed like they're not like it's not like they are actually robot like they're supposed to be robotic <laughs> yeah. laughing. 
Like my, my my thing is um this is gonna sound like a fucking anime pretentious shit, but I don't like when words are mispronounced in really bad ways. Like it, it pulls me out of it. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it is it's distract it's just distracting when like it's not pronounced correctly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just weird. I'm like like they did in Persona it's perfectly fine. They get the pronunciation perfectly perfectly set up, even though they're speaking with English accents, all American accents. Now, I don't know, it's just it's really important. It definitely pulls you out. It uh, pulled me out of Danganronpa, so definitely stowed the Japanese voiceovers. What else? I can't think of. I guess the only time I could think of like poor voiceovers, like in the past, and not I don't really run into many these days. So I think yeah, definitely important. Uh, Misha asks another question: Are there any old games, movies, or TV series that you think deserve a reboot? Either because they were done poorly or had a strong underlying premise or were commercially unsuccessful at the time, or because the culture has changed so much in the instrument that the kids these days just won't get it. Anything that needs a reboot? Uh... He actually, he, Misha actually brought up the Soviet Union, which is kind of you, this whole question has reminded me. Apparently, when they were making the Watchmen movie, apparently they Zack Snyder. Um, I'm not a big, I'm not a fan of his, but I'll give him props for this. Apparently, the studio was pressuring him to make the movie about because uh, the whole movie is about the Cold War, um, or the whole Watchmen story. Is apparently the studio actually tried to pressure him into making it about 9/11, and he and he wouldn't budge. So um, I don't know. I mean, sometimes when things have historical um, connections, like you know, there's a lot of like. Uh, there's a lot of younger generations that, I mean, our generation's like that too. There's a lot of things that happened when our parents were kids that we don't know about. But like, you know, I read <laughs> the scary thing is like, there's a, f- a really famous Twitter image of like a bunch of kids saying like, I didn't know the Titanic was a real thing. Uh-huh. Um, which is like when I was a super little kid, I knew that before the fucking movie came out, <laughs> I knew what the Titanic was. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. No. I can't think of anything either. Um, I always think that if you're going to reboot or remake something, remake something like like Misha says, where if it was it failed in some way and was bad because of that failure, but it still had a good idea. Like don't like no why why are they always remaking good things? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like there's there's no point. I think- one one movie I really liked up until the very up until the ending was um, the Last Exorcism. Um, I actually really enjoyed that movie. And Ooh, then the I sequel think, is so bad. I never saw it. Um, but uh, the it had a really good concept, and what if you even had a message that made sense at the end of it? But they completely fucked it up with a horrible fucking ending. Um, not an amazing movie, but it's just like that. That would be an example of something. I would say try that again. Mm. Um, I guess I, the only thing I think of is one game right now. I'd have to think longer for a TV series or a movie, but. One game that I would like to see kind of rebooted is the first Dino Crisis. Why not? <laughs> a traditional survival horror experience with making dinosaurs scary again, not just goofy lizards. Did we ever talk about the Jurassic World trailer? I don't think we did. No, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan. It Are you looks... a big Jurassic Park person? I'm. I'm I not. love. I love the first one. The second one was fun. The third one was stupid, but still fun in some ways. I don't. I don't quite understand what the point of the, the new one even is. You know. Like, mm. it, like the 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 tack dog raptors, like that was really silly. A lot of the dialogue in that trailer was awful. What kind of dinosaur they cooked up in that lab? Like, are you, are you serious? Did you say cooked up? Just, that ooh. that the plot of that movie sounds is basically the same as the third one. Like, new dinosaur that's worse than the T Rex. 
Yeah. It's and basically just the same shit again. Someone actually said it. It's basically the first Jurassic Park movie mixed with Predator. And I think that sounds pretty oh my accurate. God. That could be, uh-huh. It could be fun, but I do like the idea of them actually having a successful park for mm-hmm. X amount of years or whatever, and then it breaks down because they get greedy again. Like They're like, oh yeah, what if we played God and had a park? Oh, it worked. What if we play God and made a new creature because well, we can, and then it fucks up on them, but the trailer was just really... Eh. Wasn't good, and then that fucking Terminator trailer. Oh my god! Oh, that looks so bad. Oh my god! Khaleesi's Sarah Connor, and she's like twenty something, and that's, I don't even that's, know what time period it takes place in. That doesn't that doesn't bother me because Sarah Connor was really young in the original, but like that 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 was just like it's just the first two movies again. Exactly. It's it's going to be fan service, but that's also going to affect like upset fans because it's just erasing it's not it's it's a different timeline but it's retreading one and two and mixing no, it up in weird ways no no make no mistake this is a remake this is just a fucking remake like every like every single line in the trailer was a you know there was i'll be back uh come with me if you want to live we can yeah. stop judgment day um like that was that trailer was Oh, yeah. I hate to be sound so negative, but that looks fucking awful. It's I'm not even a huge Terminator fan, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I, it is fun that uh, Young Hun Lee is the T1000, and he's he still looks like a uh, Patrick. Uh, what's his name? Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. Yeah. Like when he was in Metal, I was like, "Oh shit, they got Robert Patrick back." No, it's just Young Hun Lee. I'm like, okay. They both but have it, like a similar forehead and cheek structures. It's so dumb though, because it's just it's just the T one thousand again. It's just so shameless with its nostalgia trip. Yeah, I'm kind of like, like what's his name? The guy Jai Courtney. He looks a lot like the guy from Terminator Salvation. So that kind of was like weird and confusing. Who's that? Uh, Jai Courtney's playing uh, Kyle Reese in this one. Yeah, the the yeah, dude the, who goes in the time machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which was really funny because it was just like. There's like like hundreds of like his fellow soldiers and he's just standing what, there naked. <laughs> what really bothered me was like I'm like Sean Bean was Kyle Reese. Kyle Reese wasn't a fucking hunk man. Who's get like Sean Bean? What? Sean, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, why am I saying Sean Bean? Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> Sean Bean. I'm thinking of what's his name? Uh, Michael Bean. Bean. Michael. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Sean I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of Sean Bean because he's in that game. Never mind. Fucking, fucking Bo- Boromir is, is Kyle Reese. Boromir and Khaleesi. Bo- no, it'd be Ned Stark. Ned Stark and, and Khaleesi. Yeah, they'd there be reunited. Actually, they never met. Never mind. But um, <laughs> but uh, either way, Kyle Reese wasn't like a well-nourished hunk. He was like a sickly-looking skinny dude. Yep. And well, that, that was dude. kind of more realistic. Like, how are you going to get buff in a future? Like, is, is there gyms in in, in the future <laughs> they, with robots? They bench press Terminators. Yeah, like, <laughs> like where <laughs> is there twenty four hour gym in like in between fucking like fighting robots? Like, <laughs> oh god! And then then Arnold's an old man because he aged because he raised her. He raised Sarah Connor. It's like, what are no you f- doing? There's no fucking reason for him to be older. <laughs> it's no sense. I think why, the reason is I, just the skin. The real skin ages. That's all it was. Yeah, but why did he lose muscle mass? It's not like his robotic frame <laughs> shrunk. It's <laughs> stupid. It's so stupid. I don't blame Arnold. He's like almost 70. He's an old guy. He can't be Arnold forever. Um, but the Arnold be new. He actually got really buff again for Terminator 3, which was crazy because he was like 40-something, whatever, not 40. He was a <laughs> lot older. 30 years ago, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <It> was <old. laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> no, well, it's bad. But I, I can't think of anything that really really needs reboot. Just just maybe some old PS1 games. I think some more. <laughs> now I'm going to start thinking the fucking Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question from Andy. It's not Christmas yet, but how do you... But do you play any survival horror games and watch any horror movies during the holidays? Um, no, nah, I don't really intentionally go out of my way to play anything horror. I probably end up will just do that because, you know, I think I might have a game or two on my Amazon wish list. I'm like, all right, I'll play whatever. Maybe if I get it that day. But uh, I don't really have any plans to do anything horror related on Christmas. Yeah, I watched that movie Black Christmas, which is god awful. The remake. That was just so bad. I don't know what that is. You don't want to look at it. It's stupid. Uh, yeah. No, not really. <laughs> Christmas, I'm just going to open gifts and give gifts and play with the gifts and then wake up on the 26th and go, alright, that was that. And yeah. Just, yeah. I'll probably go to my parents' house and they'll feed me food. That's about it. Yeah. My only recommendation is everyone watch The Babadook. Watch it with family. If you ever want to have kids, that movie might make you not want to have kids. Maybe it will. <laughs> I was gonna say, is this movie gonna make? Is this gonna make things happen? Happen as you're watching it? Oh, that kind of thing. That's <laughs> no. what I thought you meant. Because <laughs> I'm like, I do want a kid, but watching like the first thirty minutes of that movie, it's like, if they are anything like this, <laughs> God help me. Oh, uh, yeah. My recommendation would be to watch Dragon Ball Z Battle of the Gods. Battle of Gods, because it was great. I do want to see it. I think someone put it on YouTube. I gotta go check it out. You can watch a big. You can watch a purple cat man, like get all upset when he doesn't get pudding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, Dragon Ball. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. With that, we are done. So uh, as usual, you can follow me on Twitter at arsenic13. I suggest you go to helldesign.com forums. Talk about horror games to other people. Go to our uh, Rely on Horror Steam group, which we also have a curation page for horror games we recommend. Um, give the, ga- the game, the podcast, a positive review, because I said so, on iTunes. Do that. And uh, yeah, just check out all the stuff we have on the site. Do the game of the year, vote. All that's junk. Go do it. Hmm. What about you? Uh, you can follow me at at Levito on Twitter. That's at L-A-V-I-T-0. There you go. There you go. And also, oh, we did talk about Alien. Read kyle's alien article yeah it made, it made him a fan again it did after 20 30 years of shit and garbage well not 20 years so it, let's say i read a lot of bad alien comics played a lot of let's see it was like this it was like okay alien resurrection comes out that was pretty bad and then <laughs> and then um what was the next really disappointing thing both alien versus predator movies were god awful Especially the second one, um, and then and then Prometheus came out, <laughs> and then Colonial Marines came out. Yeah. So that's all I need to say. We got Alien Isolation. It's great, and they might do a sequel. So that's awesome. They also liked your article, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. The developers and several Creative Assembly and Sega people shared it, which was crazy. Woo. Mm-hmm. All right. So all right. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.